Welcome in everyone to the one, the only, the Haven podcast. You could be listening to anything else in the world right now, but you're listening to moi, and I appreciate that. You like what I did there, huh? I feel a little silly after I just said it, but a little, little twist of the catchphrase for 2019. I will resort back to the old way of saying it on the next episode, but uh, thought I switched up a little bit. But you know, that's not why you listen. Um, I hope you all had a terrific work week thus far. Um, hope you guys all had a happy, safe, and healthy new year up to this point. And sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, I really hope that if you are the type of folks that make New Year's resolutions, that so far, what are we like two days into the new year? You're sticking with them. You know, maybe you're that person that's like, I'm going to lose weight and get the beach body I've been waiting for. Spoiler, if that's what you've been saying for 30 plus years, you probably won't. But I, I'm not here to deteriorate. you. I'm really not. I'm here to be a Debbie Downer. I just hope so far two days in, it's working out great for you. Um, that you haven't given in and, you know, those box of chocolates or little sweet treats, if you will, that you've been putting off since Christmas that were given to you by someone, you know, you just didn't cave and, you know, do something weird so your significant other doesn't notice you and you just fucking started stuffing your face with amazing chocolates in the backseat of your car in the parking lot of your workplace. I don't know. That's just, uh, really, that's just a guesstimate. I hope that hasn't happened to you and or something similar to that situation. So I hope that's good, you know, going really good for you. Maybe you're like, you know what? My New Year's resolution this year is to, you know, stop smoking cigarettes. Maybe you're still a smoker. You know, that's something that's on my list, right? You know, hopefully it's going great for you. Hopefully two days in, you got a plan, you're focused, you haven't smoked cigarettes or, you know, hopefully not. You haven't graduated and said, I'm not doing cigarettes now. And when you're at a friend's house and you're like, Hey, I'll be right back. And you go into the bedroom and you emerge. I don't know why you go into their bedroom. So you go to their bathroom, right? You come back out and like, what's that fucking smell? It didn't sound like you just, you know, crap the place, but it smells crazy. What's, what's going on over there? It's like, Oh dude, I stopped smoking cigarettes. And they're like, I, I know that was your resolution. And why does it smell like that? It's that's not cigarette smell. I have graduated smoking crack cocaine, stuff like that. Maybe you're into hardcore drugs. If that's the case, hope it's going well for you and you haven't relapsed and, you know, done something crazy. And I don't know, just put your fucking face into a Ziploc bag of Coke. I don't know. I just hope it's working well for you. Maybe you got a thing about strip clubs. Maybe that's your deal. You're like, dude, I love titties in my face. Hopefully that's great. And when you come home, your significant other is not waiting up for you at night and looks like you just came in from a baptism of glitter. I don't know. I just do. What I do know is I hope it's working out great for you guys two days into the new year. Proud of y'all. Keep it up. So um, with that said, on today's episode, again, we are in, we, I'm not going to lie to you, we're in full on, from the movie standpoint a little bit, it's gotten a little bit better from the movie TV podcast weekly episode that we do do. Um, from a video game standpoint, it's rough out there. There's no fucking news. It's people like just pulling shit out of thin air, out of their ass. And I'm going to try my best to actually do that, but not make it so apparent that that's what I'm doing. So work with me there. And you're going to know that um, as well with the topics I'm going to talk about. Sorry, I'm getting a text right in the middle of the podcast. This is the thing when you start using like you're up and coming with podcasts, you get texts and they pop up on your screen, regardless if you tell them, um, hey, you know, like please silence everything. Like they don't give a shit. So work on that Apple. That would be great. But with that said, um, yeah, not a lot going on on the news front. So on today's episode, I want to go over just something that quirky, that quirky Activision, you know, those guys just 
keep taking a shit on your chest without asking for permission first. Um, they're, they're back in the news doing some shit. And it's a slow news grind, so I'm going to touch on it a little bit. But more of the onus of why I'm bringing it up is I kind of want it. It's something that had, when a, a switch went off in my head after the story came out and how it relates to a, a pretty well-known gaming content creator and something that they said... Um, recently in a video I saw from them and I just kind of want to, um, you know, yeah, exactly. Just try to go ahead and, uh, I kind of got some new thoughts and feels about when it comes to video game reviews. I know I'm, you know, fucking up my words more so than usual and stuff like that, but, um, yeah, so there's something on that. And then we even got a fucking, I got a story for you and you may or may not have heard about it so far. I just want to share it with you cause I found it absolutely dumbfounding as well as extremely brilliant and i'll try to elaborate a little bit more on those two feelings when we get to that second topic and i just thought it was a good funny story like bring in the new year with some laughs and giggles and you know pierce nipples i don't fucking know what you want to do for your new year's resolution but my point being um yeah news is definitely fucking slow coming through the grapevine so i was just thinking i could go one of two ways either a just make shit up entirely that seems to be a cool thing that people do in this medium or I just repost content like what if I just didn't try to do a new episode and I was just like here's a, a throwback episode what if I did that bullshit like I'm on break here's a throwback though and just boom oh that'd be so fucked up kind of kind of brilliant but also kind of fucked up but anyways that's not why you call so and then um so I want to do that and then I want to touch on to an idea that I doubt this podcast is going to ever become something big. If it does, great. That would be amazing. But I have an idea, and I'm a little hesitant to, to say it on mic. It's nothing racist, but it's something that if this ever blows up to be anything, even moderately, and someone from a publishing video game standpoint, like an Activision or EA hears this, they'll probably take this idea and run with it. And I'll set back the video game industries with this idea by like a hundred years in terms of this idea is strictly microtransaction based. So you're all probably going to despise me for even thinking of this, let alone bringing it up, but I'm going to do it again. We're starving for content people. There's content creators starving to get shit done, and that's where I'm at. You know, I I thought about just doing a skit where Mario breaks through my fucking door, and the audio on that was really fucking hard to manage, but that's beside the point. So I want to touch on that idea, and then also I'm going to give you guys my game of the year as well. Um, I'm, I'm going to keep it a little more simple this year as far as that goes, but yeah, I got I got two game of the year recommendations. You're like, how do you have two game of the years? Just one. You don't give two best pictures to two different movies and stuff like that. And it's, let's be honest. You kind of do, you know how that shit works nowadays in the industry where it's like, you're the best director, but you get an Oscar for best screenplay and you get the best picture award. And it's like, fuck you just pick a movie. Right. But I get that. And I got reasons why there's two of them. So enough rambling and padding time. Like I'm the f fucking Broncos. Let's do this shit. Let's jump right into it. So first on the docket, is I'm going to try to take a piss on the giant massive league that is Activision. You know, they're known for bringing you such amazing fuck you hits as Call of Duty, as Destiny, as pretty much all of their games. 
and they're slowly sinking their fucking claws and teeth into the scrotum and throat that is Blizzard, and they'll soon be... They grab them, and then they just yank them down into the depths of microtransaction nickel and dime hell, and Blizzard will soon be joining Bungie and all the other studios underneath the Activision umbrella. But that's not what we're talking about right here, right now. So this thing came out, and again, I'm not going to get too caught up on the details of this main story. So with the latest Call of Duty, it comes out, gets actually really good reviews from a lot of people. People know microtransactions are coming. Um, and then at the same time, they aren't implementing Call of Duty, the latest one yet. I think they came like maybe two to f- a month, two weeks to a month after the release. So most reviewers have done this, have already reviewed the game, gotten their hands on the copy. So they're playing a build knowing full well microtransactions are coming. They may have some idea of what form that's going to take. But that current build that they're playing has no semblance of or no yeah, no symbol of microtransactions at all. Um, I don't believe so. From everything I looked up, I couldn't find anything to validate or not validate that claim. So with that said, they they are full-fledged in microtransactions, and we've covered it on the podcast in previous episodes before why specifically this latest Call of Duty and their microtransaction practices are just predatory, and they're just fucking completely asinine. And... With that said, they had this new thing come out that's kind of a new deal where they are selling like a red dot for whatever, I guess for your gun, and they're charging like three or four US dollars for this. So yeah, that's kind of shitty. It's a fucking red dot. I could just sit here for five to 10 minutes and just rant and rave like a lunatic about why that's fucked up. Um, But my point being that I wanted to get to overall is one of the YouTubers I do follow or follow is skill up. Right. I think he does. I don't agree with a lot of the stuff he does say, but I like the way he presents it. And I feel like he's genuine when he comes, he comes at it. So he was one of the content creators that gave rave reviews, you know, to the latest call of duty. So he posted a new video today on his channel and he kind of said, okay, this whole red dot thing is really shitty and bad. So I yanked my review, his positive review of quality. He took it down from his site. And I, that's what popped in my head. We're moving forward now, and I felt like I've always been good about this, but I'll give an example. Um, I'm trying to think. Like Red Dead, right? I see a lot of people putting reviews out for Red Dead 2 or Red Dead Online. We know there's microtransactions. I don't think they're finished doing their form of microtransactions. I don't know how bad it's going to get. Maybe we'll get lucky and fortunate, and they'll they'll take their foot off the pedal a little bit with you know, or just shoving that shit down our throat. I doubt it. I'm not really hopeful, but maybe I've, I've been wrong slightly from time to time before. And in this case, I hope I am, or I, I am right that. Yeah. I, I just, I'm hopeful that maybe actually, no, I'm not hopeful. Basically, maybe they'll surprise us is what I'm trying to say in a very long winded way. So with that said, he pulled down his review, which is great. Cool. Cute for him. Right. Now, the thing is, and this is what popped in my head with Red Dead, I saw people reviewing it and I just, I guess for me moving forward, when I do any reviews, when it comes to video games, if I know for even an ounce that, hey, there's a possibility that microtransactions will be coming, even if it's a month down the road, two weeks down the road, I'm going to fucking wait till I put out a review for it. Or I talk about on the podcast, like I'll do a rough thing, but if there's like a really cool game that I'm like, oh, this would be a great, great spotlight episode, which I haven't done in a while because honestly, other than Red Dead 2 recently, I haven't really found a game 
that I'm like, boom, this fucking needs a spotlight treatment. Like, this is really cool. I want to get more eyes and ears on this product, you know? So it's just one of those things where, I don't know, moving forward, it's not really a news bit. Call of Duty's being shitty. So is Activision with their red dot. That's the, the big takeaway. But I think for me personally, just moving forward, it's definitely taking a step back, if you will, and kind of overseeing the way I personally review stuff, the way I look at it through the lens. Because I think it needs to be adjusted a little bit with the climate that the way the video game industry is right now. And it's just, it was just kind of interesting to see a guy who has a, a pretty decent following, you know what I mean? He's not a no name for the most part. Um, take that step to take it down. And then it goes back to a lot of other games that have been out there where microtransactions weren't fully implemented yet, or we knew they were coming down the road and you see reviewers not pull their review or go back and re-edit their review and everything like that. So I'm curious if we'll see more of that in 2019. If people start going down that road, I think they should because I reviewed this version of the game. Now we're playing a completely different version, not in terms of updates of bugs, but we're playing a different version in which this whole thing is circled around monetization and nickel and diming you. I think that is a different, that adds a completely different look and feel to a video game. So that's more of a personal thing. So with that said, moving on to our second tie-in topic, if you will. So this was my idea that I had the other day. I was on, I was in the bathroom. I was having my coffee. It was great. And I don't know what brought it in my head. I think I read something on Reddit. It was the essence of what I read was this continuation and it's been going on for a while. Don't get me wrong, but I think more so than ever, it feels like to me at least that it's a big conversation when you make a video game, right? You got to find that balance. A developer does and a publisher does between pleasing your hardcore audience and your casual audience. And we've talked about this before where I personally am of a belief if you go in and make a game for casual audiences, it will fuck you hard and not in a pleasant way. With that said, if you work on the hardcore base, the prevailing theory is that, oh, you have a smaller player base though. Yeah, but those people are invested though. They're coming in day in and day out, giving you time and money to play your product. I think a great example of this is Destiny. I, I hate that fucking game, but here's an idea, right? You had the first one that didn't know what the hell it was going to be. They do course correction with the Taken King, right? They made that more of a hardcore day-to-day scheduled base game. Meaning, hey, if you play once a weekend or twice a weekend, you're not going to get further into the game and, and get all the good guns and blah, blah, blah shit. Unless your RNG is amazing. As someone who plays, you know, six to eight hours a day every fucking day, right? Okay. And it's, it's, it's kind of the idea you get back what you put in, which is great. So I'm always about, hey, cater to the hardcore base. You know what I mean? The casuals will follow. Because regardless of what you do, the casuals tend to play your game for, what, maybe a month if you're lucky. And they'll grab something else that's new and shiny. And they very rarely come back and play it. So you saw that with Destiny 2. That game was catered to casual people from the very get-go. And after a month, that game went down the dumps. That's why they had to go crazy and revert course and go back from one swing to the other and make it so much more of a hardcore, you know, RPG type of thing for the most part, a little bit more grindy, more loot drops, etc. So my point being of all this is, and this is my idea that I hope someone from Activision or EA does not listen to and hear and pick up and think we need to do this. So why don't you, if you're a developer, right, and you make um, 
let's stick on the destiny path that's that's you know that makes more sense you're making destiny 3 right so if you're activision and they're yelling at bungie supposedly like you know or if they do like you're gonna make destiny 3 2 rpg hardcore heavy the casuals won't get it we want the casuals to to have a to have an easier go of it right without feeling they're not they're losing out on content because that's the problem so why don't you just make two versions of destiny 3 make destiny 3 light or hardcore whatever the fuck you want to label it or market it and literally have two different versions of the game fucking nintendo's been doing it with pokemon like not in terms of hardcore but they like look at pokemon let's go that shit i've been playing fucking love that game and as i'm sitting there collecting and i'm looking up i'm like oh fuck this pokemon's not in this game don't go that far but what i'm saying is yeah have destiny 3 be have a version of it where it's just like destiny 2 it's very casual it's all about collecting fucking shaders and weapons that have no impact on the game whatsoever whatever that is and make it a completely collection game make it very heavy on microtransactions and all that shit that the the, that the casual doesn't seem to have as much of a problem with as like the hardcore people that tends to be kind of the 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 look-see of it all and then make another version of it literally they both release on the same fucking day you can do deluxe edition legendary edition bullshit versions of it and then for the hardcore make more of a hardcore game those guys are in a spree so you get the best of both worlds so um i don't know i may be missing something may sound brilliant in my head and i didn't completely workshop it but yeah i see that's the best of both worlds for everyone it's still the same freaking game using the same coding the same engine and everything so why you know yeah i don't know i don't see a reason why it wouldn't work whatsoever so I don't know. That's what I was thinking, right or wrong. But yeah, that's that's my my contribution to the microtransaction universe like a fucking asshole. This is the kind of shit that you make, and it comes back to haunt you maybe one day. We shall see. So with that said, moving on to our third topic of the day. And this is just this made me smile. I had a really good time with it. So this has been going on for a couple weeks now, and I wanted to kind of wait to see how it plays out and now that it looks like it's come to an end, I just then I wanted to touch on it, you know, and I just I had a good time with this. So depending what your age is, you may know someone named Soldier Boy. Um, don't know if that's how you say his name. But anyways, yeah, Soldier Boy, he was like a one hit wonder guy back when I was a kid, I think. I don't know, I'm old. With that said, this guy is fucking awesome. He's a sh- fucking idiot, kind of a dirtbag, but he's also just awesome how he handled this. So you're like, what the fuck does Soldier Boy, a one-hit wonder fucking child rapper, have to do with video games, Danny? I'm glad you asked that because I got it just for you here. So I'm taking this from IGN. I had to go through all their reposts of all their old articles because they started doing that shit. So that's great. So this is uh, straight from IGN. They did a good synopsis of like kind of finishing it up. So basically, the Soldier Boy guy has his own like website, of course, his own personal Twitter. Someone, either him, someone that works with him, thought it would be a fucking amazing idea to be like, dude, we should go to Amazon and buy those rebranded emulator, like, from China, Game Boy Color ripoff devices that are all emulators and ROMs and shit. That shit is completely illegal, FYI, to do that. And then, boom, we should do the same thing for the console. So he starts posting this on his personal Twitter of like, hey, I'm getting in the video game industry, y'all. I'm making consoles. I'm, this has been a dream of mine since I was a little baby boy. Well, baby boy got in trouble. Let's put it that way. So he does this. I think he was doing this for a couple of weeks. So literally whoever his team on his team was going to the Amazon website, finding these exact emulator or rebranded 
Chinese ripoff emulator devices that look like they look like off market Game Boy colors kind of thing and was putting them on his own personal website up in the MSRP on it by like 40 or 50 bucks claiming it was his own console that he made and they literally copy and pasted the description the pictures word for word letter for letter from the Amazon website it was fucking genius so they do that so then this video game company whatever he's made they get their own personal Twitter and they tweet out something and he uh, retweets it, likes it, some bullshit. I don't know how any of that works, to be honest with you. So he does all that, but he puts a stamp of approval. He's promoting it, etc. So one of the things that he, I think it was the handheld version, he was like, you can play the latest Super Smash Bros. Ultimate on this device. Now, once you do that, once you start going into that realm of fucking with, and I'm going to say their name, but for fear of being sued or and or Mario slash Luigi clones coming in and taking my pants off forcefully, I'm going to censor it. So yeah, I'll say it now and then post I'll censor it. So when you do something like that on a lot of different levels, you will draw the eye of censored and it's not good. It's not going to be a good time for you. Okay. Now the thing is, censored is a how can i put it they're kind of like what's his fate like voldemort from fucking harry potter you know like oh we don't say his name kind of thing like i don't know you don't say his name i don't know what he or it is before people freak out like danny that's insensitive to you know people that don't know how to identify their genitalia or do they want their gen I, I okay cool i don't care i really i i'm just saying you know voldemort's smooth down there i mean look at that guy he looks like a fucking burn victim ken doll it's fucking awesome so censored starts showing up and send a cease and desist letter to soldier boy in his camp soldier boy then decides it's a great idea to fucking double down and be like fuck censored I'm going full bore. You can get the Soja. He didn't call it the Soja Boy console, which is like, that would have been a great idea. And he didn't do that. Anyways, my point being, he's like relabeling it. Like, boom, here you go. So taken from like um, the IGN and stuff, Soja Boy tweeted out, I had to boss up. I didn't have a choice. So he discontinued everything. Like he's like, I'm no longer selling the console. However, from what I can find, Nintendo didn't just send him a cease and desist letter. It was a very strongly worded Oh, I fucking said it. Oh, shit, dude. This podcast can be taken down. I mean, censored. Oh, crap. I'm sorry, Miyamoto. Don't come to my house and take my pants off forcefully. Oh, shit. Um, so censored, sorry, they went ahead and, um, yeah, they sent him the cease and desist letter. And it's very strongly worded in a way where don't be surprised if we hear something about censored going after Soulja Boy's medium to small fortune in the near future. So... Let that be a lesson to you kids out there if you do listen. Don't be a dick and rip people's shit off and claim it's your own. Fuck you. That's horrible. Don't be a, a bag about it, all right? That's not cool. So, yeah. Always when I need to laugh, I'll think about this story and it makes, puts a big old smile on my face. So, um, with that said, moving on to our final topic of today, I wanted to give all of you my game of the year. So, with that said... Um, We've talked about it before yet again on here. Fucking 2018 was awesome with video game releases. Um, I know I'm pretty sure that I was higher on certain games than other people that you may listen to or get their or give two shits about their opinion. I don't know why you care about my opinion, but 
if you are one of the ones that do i greatly do appreciate it um and then there's sure there's other games that people were like fuck this game that i was a little bit higher on so with that said for my game of the year for 2018 meaning i took it from the standpoint like if you like play one game for the entirety of 2018 this is the game and i told you in the beginning i have two reason being because my game of the year is a console exclusive and i know that's kind of shitty um so i wanted to do a second one with that said um not to drag it out any further hands down my game of the year for 2018 is god of war 4 it's as much as i enjoyed red dead and i greatly did um it's it's just something else it's a game that shows it breaks so many stereotypes it brings so many narratives i mean the balls that santa monica sony had and i'm more lenient always towards xbox and playstation but this is a studio or yeah studio that has had such success with the god of war series they took a chance they took a huge risk and props to sony for allowing them to do this to reinvent their engine as well as the gameplay look and feel that we're accustomed to in a god of war game from the ground up they did something completely different i know they went more to the third person well they went fully into the over the shoulder third person thing which is very similar to a lot of sony games i get it i understand it but the story that they tell the way they tell it the narrative the the dialogue the the dynamic between father and son and where they start and the arcs of each individual characters the the big twists and turns of the story and what they do and the setup for the next game without being like we're not finishing off any we're not paying off any story elements in this game we're getting you ready for the next one they didn't do any of that shit they did the best of both worlds and it was so fun the pacing was incredible and it's just a fucking fantastic video game it's it's a great piece of art to me that's what it is so my game of the year is god of war 4 if someone said to me danny should i buy a playstation 4 base to play this game yeah you fucking should that's how great it is but that's just my opinion as far as my game of the year when it comes to multi-platform because it sucks that we have to do this but if i had to take a pick i'm not gonna lie it was red dead 2 for me but and i really like red dead I kept coming back to it and I was thinking it through and kind of processing it. Honestly, my multi-platform game of the year is Divinity Original Sin 2. It's that may surprise some people. It it is it's it's fucking incredible. I feel like and it's so hard, it's like 1A, 1B. Red Dead is phenomenal, but I don't know, Divinity just struck more of a chord with me in the long term than Red Dead did, if if that kind of makes sense. It's just this idea of like the dialogue all the different story elements the the rpg the and it's i don't know it's made with such love and passion not saying that red dead isn't it's just that i don't know it's just one of those things where kind of going through my game of the years and thinking about it from what i've played in the time i've spent with it like i'm like oh, i really enjoy red dead a lot i love it but i just kept getting this feeling of like fucking god of war 4 was really good though and oh fuck man original sin was I liked God of War just a little bit more than Divinity 2, but it's a definitely, it's all a toss up. You can't go wrong with any of these games from 2018, to be fucking honest with you. They've all been great. And again, these are all the games that I've just played and stuff, and I think I do a pretty good job of playing most of them and actually putting hours, quality hours, and time with it and everything so I can give you guys a good review and, and try to force myself to elaborate why I think or feel a certain way about a game. So that's it for um, for that, you guys. Yep, 2018 Game of the Year, God of War 4. But if you're on the multi-platform looking, um, 
Divinity Original Sin 2 is fucking incredible. It's a testament to video games. So great year across the board. Really, really great stuff. So um, yeah, guys, that's going to do it for me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful, amazing weekend coming up and everything like that. I know I'm going to be watching my bears. Shite down. Shut town. Mop. I didn't have a stroke. This is just a bad Chicagoan impersonation. But yes, I'm going to be watching a lot of NFL football this week because I love watching grown men bash their brains in for my excitement, as well as my my team of choice will be playing this weekend as well for the playoffs. So regardless of what you're doing, hope it's fun. Hope you have a great time. And um, as always, to prostitute myself to you guys, like I always like to do, um, if you like or enjoy what you heard today, there's plenty of ways to help the podcast grow and support it. Links in the description of this episode how you can do just that. Um, biggest ones you can do though is subscribe rate review on your podcast listening platform of choice and then you can also find the haven podcast on instagram as well as mixer um the haven pc at gmail.com is our email address so please on any three of those mixer instagram um what was the other one mixer instagram yeah oh and the email duh Send in your listener questions. I want to know what you think, what you like, what you don't like, questions, and they don't have to re- be relating to specifically. I think I just put in a sneeze. Oh, my God, that hurt. Um, I'm okay. Gotta walk it off. Um, they don't specifically have to relate to just topics we've covered on that week's episode. It can be about anything if you want to. I just want that feedback to come in um, and everything like that. So, yeah, that would be rad so I can interact with you guys and get to know you guys a little bit more. All right, guys. Thanks again for listening. Um, As always, hope you enjoyed. I will talk to you guys this upcoming Monday in which I will have my official review for the biggest movie of 20... uh, Well, is it 2018? Late 2018, early 2019? The Bird Box? Spoiler. Overrated. Awesome. Thanks, you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.